Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm your host, Tiana Thomas, and this is The Neighborhood Podcast, spelled NBHD. For those of you who are new to the show, let me give you a quick rundown. Each episode, I have the privilege of speaking to a different local small business owner or leader in the Ottawa community. Our mission is to give listeners a glimpse into the people and the story behind the business. The NBHD podcast gives you a whole new perspective into the world of small businesses so you know where to go to support local. Thanks for listening. Now, on to the episode. Support for the show today comes from Staples Studio Ottawa. Located at 403 Bank Street, they have everything you need to help your business work, learn, and grow, including this beautiful podcast studio I'm in today to record the NBHD podcast. They are currently offering a clean and safe space to work with desks, offices, and drop-in memberships. More than a co-working space, Studio is a community to help you work, learn, and grow. For more information on pricing, please visit studio.staples.ca or contact the community manager at studio.ottawa.staples.ca for a tour. Welcome back, everyone, to the NBHD podcast. I am Tiana, I'm your host, and it is my pleasure to be back behind the microphone for season two, episode one of the podcast. It has been a very eventful summer, but now we are back in school, businesses are reopening, and the cooling weather is making everyone giddy for pumpkin spice season. This being one of the most productive times of the year, I don't know about you guys, but being back in class is making me consume record high amounts of caffeine. And my go-to study spot to grab a cup of coffee has always been Happy Goat, which is why I'm so excited to be welcoming them as our first guest this season. Happy Goat Coffee Company was founded in Ottawa in 2009 by Pierre Richard. Now owned by Henry Assad and Ahmed Akhtar, Happy Goat has become well-known throughout the municipality for their delicious specialty coffee, along with other things, including their cozy shop environment, welcoming ensemble, commitment to quality and sustainable products, and truly lively staff. Happy Goat has a grand total of 13 shops, 12 of which are in Ottawa. Some of you may be familiar with them as they are creeping their way into every corner of Ottawa, including Elgin Street, Centertown, Sandy Hill, Rideau, Westboro, Bank Street, Main Street, and more. Three of these cafes are located in the OC Transpo LRT stations, and you can even find one in the National Art Gallery. This business is expanding so quickly, and it's because it is truly so loved by the community. Happy Goat is the kind of small business success story that the world truly needs to hear. I was so, so inspired and amazed by the story and success behind this business, and I cannot wait to bring it to the NBHD stage. So today, we're going to be speaking to area manager, Terry Papineau, all about it. Thank you for coming to the show, Terry. Thank you for having me, Deanna. I am so excited to be here with you. And (laughs) we're in this beautiful podcast studio in Staples on Bank Street. And this is is actually my first time recording a podcast in person Mm -hmm. because so far it's all it's all been online right so this this is really really new to me but was that because of covid it was of course it was because of covid so um now that we're back in person and we're on to season two of the podcast i think the season's going to be really unique i'm going to be talking to a lot of coffee shops and i just really think that 
like this season's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to be covering a lot of new things. But before we dive in more t- about the podcast and about Happy Goat, Terry, people don't know who you are. So let, let's talk about you. So Terry, to begin, can you start by telling me a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm an artist. I studied fine arts at a financial college in London. Um, for the past 20 years, I've been a makeup artist and educator. A couple of years ago, I segued into event planning. Um, I was the LGBTQ night event planner for a local uh, bar and restaurant downtown Ottawa. Um, and then uh, last year, I got the opportunity to join Happy Go. Okay. Yeah. So you really career jumped. I've, I've had a, a few lot. hats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember. So when I met you last week, when we were first talking about the podcast, I mm. remember clearly asking you, is there anything that you haven't done? It seems like you have connections all over the place. You're always doing something. I've, I've been around the block. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> if you spend all of this time within the arts as a makeup artist, you've been featured on all types of TV shows, podcasts, you're really well known to our community, and now you're the area manager at Happy Goat. How did you go from all of this creative work to in, into the coffee business? Uh, it does seem a bit of a segue, but um, so going back to February 2020, um, Staples had just finished their renovations, and the new concept stores include a cafe and the studio rentals office space, of course, and my friend was hired as the manager of the cafe, and he got promoted to be the manager of our new four LRT stations. Um, we beat out all the other cafe chains in Ottawa for that contract. And like for a young, like up and coming, like local company, that was like a big deal for us. But he left to go manage those locations, and I was hired as manager of the cafe inside the Staples here on Bank. Okay. And so you went up from being like a general manager to now... An area manager, correct? I, I manage my store, and I'm in charge of other things outside of that, like um, community engagement, corporate partnerships, um, charitable partnerships, all those types of things. Yeah, so you're, you don't just manage one particular location. You're really well-known and involved within the community on behalf of Happy Goat. I try. <laughs> That's what it says on my uh, paycheck. Yeah, so you're, like we just said, you are bouncing all over the community. People definitely know who you are, and people are really starting to get to know Happy Goat. It's definitely popping up everywhere. So clearly when I met with you the other week, you were just radiating with passion about this particular establishment. So what I would like to know right off the bat is what makes Happy Goat so special to you and to the community? Why do people love Happy Goat so much? Oh, lots of different reasons. Um, The first thing that hit me when I was, the first thing I did was research the company because I wasn't really too aware of it when when the opportunity came up like a Mm -hmm. year and a half ago. Um, And it's like their commitment to being a safe and welcoming place for staff and customers really resonated with me, obviously. Um, The commitment of the company to reducing their carbon footprint, to being environmentally responsible, And after visiting a few of the cafes, I realized that each cafe is a unique part of its neighborhood. Each one has a different character. It's not like a huge kind of corporate chain that's all like cookie cutter. It's like each one is very unique and special in its neighborhood. So Terry, Happy Go Coffee is recognized by our community for being both ethical and delicious. So can you tell us a little bit more about the coffee beans and about the journey that they take from the hands of local farmers abroad to the hands of people in Ottawa, and how does 
I know you have what you call a roast master behind it. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about your roast master? <laughs> what is his job and what does his work contribute to Happy Goat? So his name is Dr. Hans Langenbaum and he's the driving force behind the coffee we serve. Um, there's even a video that he's interviewed in um, on our website you can go and watch. Mm -hmm. But um, basically what makes us special is we actually travel to the farmers in all the different countries where the beans are from and we deal with them directly. Um, we choose and negotiate the fair prices together. Then the beans, after they're grown, are shipped directly to us. So on the coffee bags when it says like Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Ethiopia, We've been there, we've met the farmers, they grow them and ship them directly to us. Um, on top of that, the beans are roasted three times a week by to perfection by our team in small batches to maintain quality. And are these beans roasted in Ottawa? Yes, you know? our, our offices, our head office, our kitchen, uh, our roastery and uh, our cafe are all in Hintonburg on Laurel Street. That's so exciting. So yeah. they, they get the raw beans and roast it mm -hmm. themselves. I've, I've seen them come in in the big burlap sacks, you know, and it says like, you know, a package specifically for, especially for Happy Goat Coffee Ottawa, Canada. That's crazy. It's, it's really neat, actually. Yeah. So when Happy Goat says that quite literally their coffee is one of a kind, they yeah, mean it. They literally mean it. Because yeah. I know that there's like big companies out there, you know, like, Tim Hortons and McDonald's and they always I know that a lot of people talk about like this new coffee at Tim Hortons with Starbucks old one like they lately go to like mm. mass producing coffee factories they, they they really do their their blends and there, there's nothing wrong with them but it's like it's like something that's mass produced versus something that's like very like gourmet and specific mm-hmm and I, I remember, like, when I came to visit Terry for the first time ever, and we met last week to discuss his appearance on the podcast, he said, like, are you a big fan of coffee? And I said, well, not really, because <laughs> I, I usually stick to, like, whenever I go out for a coffee, I usually end up at a Starbucks, or I do go to Happy Goat, but when I go somewhere like this, I would prefer something like a matcha latte. And I tried the Nitro Cold Brew, and mm -hmm. it was, like, the most delicious thing. It's pretty I, neat. It's really cool. So, like, I hate black coffee. Anyone <laughs> that knows me knows I think black coffee is disgusting. It is bitter and gross. And I tried this black Nitro Cold Brew, and it was sweet. It was mm -hmm. refreshing. Mm -hmm. Like, you you could have that. I would have that black without a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so good. I've, I've always been, a, like, a milk and sugar kind of guy in my coffees, and... The coffees that we're served in a lot of big national yeah. chains, it's just, it's very generic. And oftentimes it's over roasted, which gives it a burnt or bitter or kind of ashy undertaste. Gross. We make sure our coffees are not over roasted and it comes out smooth and delicious and creamy. You know, like in the movies where you see somebody sitting at an outside cafe, like in somewhere in Italy somewhere, and they're like <laughs> sipping a little coffee. It should be creamy and rich and smooth. Yeah, so Happy Goat really does bring, like, that desire for a good cup of coffee and puts it all over Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And because of that, Happy Goat has seen a tremendous amount of success over the last few years. Mm -hmm. In particular, like, like uh, since I've come to Ottawa about three years ago, you could see Happy Goat locations popping up everywhere. Their mm -hmm. success is pretty predominant. You could see it with your own eyes. Yeah. So can you tell us more about what's contributing to that success? Oh, a couple different things. Um, one thing that we've helped, uh, that's helped build our company, is actually partnering with other small, small like local businesses. Um, 
just to not only like expand the range of products that we serve, um, but like offering a wide variety of uh, opportunities for other businesses like um, Dominion City, for example, is a local beer producer. Mm -hmm. They have a line of non-alcoholic beverages, which we serve in all of our cafes. And then their alcoholic beverages are served in our six cafes, which are licensed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then Mavericks Donuts, they've been a partner with us from day one. It, coffee and a donut, that's Canadian <laughs> breakfast. Classic. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I've even seen um, like some indigenous artwork out front in mm-hmm. your shop. Um, who else have I seen? I've seen, um, oh my God, I forget their name. They're, they have like the bath bombs out front. Like, oh, the candles you mean? Yeah, the can. Oh, wait, are they candles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're candles. No, uh, we try supporting uh, local artists as much as possible. Um, yeah. The pandemic's hit a lot of artists hard, uh, especially singers, uh, fine artists, musicians. But like we have a... We feel we have a responsibility to help others. We have this platform. We have these spaces. Let's help lift each other up in the community. And that's what I admire so, so much about yeah. small businesses, but particularly Happy Goat. I feel like all of these big businesses are constantly in competition with enough, with one another. Mm-hmm. But small businesses really come together in a community to support each other. Yeah. And that's what this podcast is about. That's what Neighborhood Innovations is about. That's yeah. Like everything I stand for, and that's why I was so, so excited to start off this season mm. talking to Happy Goat. Mm-hmm. So now Happy Goat has what started from like one location has grown to 13 locations, mm-hmm. including one all the way over in British Columbia. So mm-hmm. we have like 12 locations in Ottawa and then one on the other side of the country. <laughs> I know it sounds really weird, but there's a story behind it, I swear. Oh, yeah. Sense. So, so that, that's a huge jump. But can you bit. tell us more? <laughs> Can you tell us more about what that entailed and if Happy Goat has any further plans for right. expansion? So, yeah. So to the Kelowna thing, that's a funny story. So <laughs> the new concept stores for Staples have the cafes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's six or seven in Canada. And in each city, they partner with somebody local to staff the cafe. Yeah. And one of them doesn't even have a cafe. It has a juice bar. <laughs> I don't remember which city it is. Anyways, the the Staples is in a huge mall in downtown Kelowna, uh, very posh. And um, Staples just wasn't excited about the direction it was going there. So they didn't renew their contract. And then they came to us at Happy Goat saying, hey, we love what you're doing at Staples in Ottawa so much. Would you like to open up a Happy Goat at our Staples in Kelowna? So is is everything, like, all the resources you need, okay, like, shipped to Ottawa and then you ship it over? Like, all the coffee beans? No, yes. <laughs> but then, uh, but then yeah. th- things like, um, it, like, Mavericks Donuts is in no, Ottawa. Yeah. So obviously we can't so get Mavericks all the way. There's some things that are different. Um, they are shipped our beans, uh, but we've contracted a local roaster to roast them exactly to our specifications by Hans. <laughs> yeah. And um, we don't have a lot of the same things yet. It's our first location outside of Ottawa, so we're still working on a lot of the logistics. But mm-hmm. it is a step, like a foot in the door for Western expansion. That's really exciting. Yeah. So do you have any like really specific plans for expansion, or are we really just trying to maintain Ottawa and the Kelowna and seeing where it goes? We are growing so fast. Like people so are, fast. yeah, it's <laughs> like we're just like trying to like, cope with like all these opportunities that are coming to us like um so a lot of um big 
corporate company chains coffees chain coffee stores they're closing because mm-hmm. they operate at like a corporate level and they have to report uh, to the shareholders and if the stores are underperforming they close the store and they open up somewhere else um, that's happened several times uh, I think there's 200 Starbucks closed in Canada. I couldn't something, tell you. Something, something like that. It's and, 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 and Second Cup and all sorts of other stores. Our Hopewell location down on Bank and Hopewell in Old Ottawa South yeah. used to be on the corner of Sunnyside a block away. Yeah. And then the Starbucks, Starbucks closed and we moved across the street and took over the lease. I remember my heart breaking so bad when I thought you guys were closing that, that happy lo- goat yeah. location. And I realized that yeah. you were just moving across the street. But it's like we're, we're because we're a small local company, we don't have the same requirements. Um, and it's like we have spent 10 years building up a good reputation in the community, like you said, mm-hmm. and people are now coming to us. Um, when Second Cup pulled out of na- the National Gallery, they came, the National Gallery came to us asking us if we'd open up a happy goat there. But I feel like, like that is a... Like, I don't know what exactly. We're very <laughs> honored and proud to like that people are coming to us, you know. I was going to say, I think that's like the line of success. Like people say, like, how do you know you made it? I think you know you make it when you don't need to. When people come to you. When you don't need to ask people or you don't need to give people your business yeah. or ask to grow. People yeah. want you to grow. Yeah. Which is so exciting. And I'm glad that like all of these, like, like I feel like especially like I'm proud that, um, like places like the National Art Gallery and the City of Ottawa and the train station is coming to you yeah. guys. They said and the that new Alt Hotel location. Alt Hotel. Yeah, uh, they uh, there's right when you walk in the lobby, gorgeous, right? <laughs> but when you walk off the lobby, go around towards the elevators, there's a little cafe and lounge there. They used to have a coffee shop there, but that wasn't working out. So they came to us and we opened up a Happy Goat there. Yeah, and so but and so it seems like you guys are having. Such great success. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's especially been having, ho- happening over the last few years. Like, I've been in Ottawa for three years yeah. since I came to school. And you could just see Happy Goats popping up like weeds. It's so much fun. <laughs> but you did that all during a pandemic, which yeah. is... So that le- does easily segues into our next question, which mm. is, how did COVID-19 impact this small business? And how did you overcome those challenges? It, it was challenging. Like you said, it absolutely was challenging. Um, but we have different avenues. Like we don't, we just don't have cafes. Um, mm-hmm. Our coffee beans are available in farm boy supermarkets across Ontario. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big outlet there. And then other smaller independent supermarkets um, and other cafes serve our coffee. Our coffee is not just available in Happy Go cafes. Yeah. It's available in other coffee shops as well. So that helped us survive the pandemic. Don't get me wrong. Things were tight there for a little while, especially <laughs> last winter. Like nobody was going out for a coffee. No. <laughs> but it's like not only we did we survive it, like we're thriving. And like we opened up three new locations this past year alone. And which is so exciting. And I, it's really exciting to see that like it's not just uh, like other small businesses supporting small businesses. Like yeah. I feel like um, according to like the technical definition within the province of Ontario, so Farm Boy is considered a medium business it's like mm. small to medium mm-hmm. um but i think it's really great that like places like farm boy are still able to support small businesses mm-hmm. like the last person we interviewed last season in the summer was strawberry blonde bakery and they, they're really delicious yeah. aren't they yeah. and then um oh well i i went through an egg donation over the summer and so i was full of all types of hormones and the only thing that really <laughs> calmed me down was there was um I, I went to the farm boy around the corner from the hotel because that was the only place I shopped at mm-hmm. and I got strawberry blonde 
cherry cake, and it made my life. And so I'm really yeah. grateful that Farm Boy is able to bring a piece of Ottawa yeah. anywhere I go. Yeah. And I think it's so great that they're willing to support small yeah. businesses. Um, we also have a thriving online business as well. Like people can order coffee beans and like we'll ship them anywhere. To Like to their house? Anywhere. So you're telling me yeah. I, don't, I don't need to leave my house to have... Nope. <laughs> what? Order it online. We'll deliver it right to you. That's insane because right? I I have I do have Starbucks coffee in my house, and I gotta tell you, I'm not pleased. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after trying that nitro from Happy Goat last yeah. week. I'm I like, remember when Starbucks first came to Canada, and I was like overjoyed because I had tried it in the states. Yeah. And then I was a loyal Starbucks guy for years and years and years and years, but you know, fashions come and go, trends come and go. I mean, before Starbucks, I was a Timmy's guy, like. For years and years. Tim Hortons is really bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We all have different places in the marketplace. Yeah. Like, there's a time for your Timmy's, you know, when I want to go get my little um, bacon egg breakfast sandwich and the hash brown and the coffee. You know, Um, this time for Mickey D's. Love my Mickey D's. Um, I love my Starbucks coffees, but, like, there's a time and place for everything. Sometimes you want... Um, like a box of wine, and sometimes you want like really nice bottle of Italian. Good wine. point. <laughs> yeah, like I, usually I go to Starbucks if I just kind of want. Yeah. I, I like Starbucks because um, you could customize it, and they're not going to judge me if I say like I want like a skinny vanilla soy light ice. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, I'll come to I like coming to to Happy Goat because I genuinely know that like I'm going to get something yeah. good and something we, we, delicious. We try to provide quality coffees prepared expertly in the ways that they were originally designed by, like, the Italians and the Swiss. hmm Yeah. Which is amazing. Like, I definitely enjoy yeah. my coffee that I get from Happy Coat. Meanwhile, other places, I feel like I'm just trying to down yeah. some caffeine really it, quick. W- what I tell people is think of it as a nice bottle of wine. Because, like, some wines are blended together from, like, um, you know, cheaper grapes. And that's yeah. fine sometimes. But sometimes you want, like, a nice good wine with a nice meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the difference between our coffees. Like each each one of them is very specific. Some of them are chocolatey and nutty. Some of them are like spicy. Some of them are fruity. That's a great analogy. Yeah. And well, we're going to be jumping over to to learn more about the, like your recommendations for the coffee really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going, my next question actually involved talking about your connection to other small businesses. Mm-hmm. But we already talked about that. So um, we're going to jump over to the next question, which <laughs> we're going to take a bit of a turn here. Okay. Um, and talk. Hit a, me. A, a, <laughs> <laughs> um, Happy Goat does a lot more than just provide people with coffee mm-hmm. and donuts. Um Coffee Goat really does contribute a lot to our community. And talking to you last week, I was able to especially see that. Um, so as a part of the LGBTQ2S plus community yourself, mm-hmm. I know it means a lot to you that Happy Goat goes above and beyond to not only declare itself an ally, but physically support the LGBTQ2S plus community. So can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you've done involving that? How is the impact of a community and what significance does it have to you personally? Um, that's a really good question. Um, being a safe and welcoming environment is actually written into our mission statement. Um, we are proud to provide a safe and welcoming environment for not only the staff, but customers as well in all of our cafes. Mm -hmm. It's actually in our employment contracts, in our mission statement. So it's something we're very committed to. It's like right at our core beliefs. And I, that's something like I really admire. Like you're starting to see more and more mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. able to walk into a business and just mm-hmm. yeah. be, be yourself. Yeah. And the great thing about small businesses is that 
like I know like a lot of big businesses can be very performative, especially when it comes to things like Pride Month Mm -hmm. and small businesses don't gain a whole lot from being performative about these things. You know what? They're really, they're really genuine. It's it's in our DNA. We live this 27. Yeah. And, but then, um, so I know that Happy Goat has done things like events for the LGBTQ community and- Like, so they've done events not only supporting, like, things like, like Pride Month, mm-hmm. but they also support other businesses. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about some of the events you've had recently? And what are some other ways that Happy Goat gives back mm-hmm. to the community? Um, well, most recently, and the thing I'm most proud of is our involvement with Capital Pride this year. Yeah. So uh, we hosted seven consecutive nights of events at seven different cafes. All through Pride Week. Okay. Yeah. That was a long week. (laughs) But you know what? It was really fun and really rewarding. Um, We hung the new progress version of the Pride flag in all of our cafes. Mm -hmm. Um, All of them have a little sticker on the door indicating to people that it's a welcoming and safe place. But... And like we're, um, we, we're two of our uh, cafes had pop-up shops featuring the work of local LGBT artists. Mm-hmm. Um, we had um, we hired drag queens and DJs, and uh, in one cafe we even had a fire act, a guy who juggled fire. Oh, it was in your so cafe. Cool. Well, no, it was on the street in front of the cafe. Okay, <laughs> but he does have a special gasoline for indoor events. That's really scary. I know, but it was so cool. And did a lot of people come out? We were really well attended, but because of the regulations restricting people to the cafes, like the crowds weren't as big as I would have liked. But you know what? Everybody that was there was so enthusiastic and so grateful. I had the performers that we hired come to me afterwards and say, thank you for giving us this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, um, a couple weeks ago, I had a young person at my counter um, just going by how they were dressed, they were presenting them, themselves physically. They were clearly like non-binary, yeah. not gender non-conforming. And I served them. And then they kind of hung around the counter for a second afterwards. So I finished with my next customer and went back to them. And I said, is everything okay? Can I, can I get you something else, right? Yeah. And they leaned over to the counter to me and said, thank you for creating such a safe and welcoming place for us. <laughs> Oh, you know, and it's like, it just really validated everything that we're doing. I'm trying not to bang on the counter. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It was so refreshing that what we're doing is resonating with people. And that, that's it so... It warms your heart. Like that's it's, so important. Right? Okay, don't cry. No. You can smudge your <laughs> mascara. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, like th- this is like why I do these podcasts. Yeah. I want to be able to... Yeah share these kinds of stories and it means yeah. like it, i wasn't even there like i'm not even part of the lgbtq community but you're but an ally i am an ally <laughs> and so that's why like i'm able to i'm able to see how important things like this are to mm-hmm. the community and so it means and a that, lot. that one little young person just being able to express themselves and be comfortable in our cafe made everything we did work well <sighs> i know it's so important and yeah. it just it warms my heart Mm-hmm. So much. Um, is there anything else that Happy Goat that I could talk? Is there anything else that Happy Goat does to give back to the community? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a monthly social awareness campaign. So there'll be a poster um, in our cafes, and then there's also the, all the information is posted on our social media with live links. Um, so whatever the monthly theme is, like we started it back in February with BLM. Mm-hmm. Um, we had other uh, monthly social awareness causes were like uh, women's empowerment, indigenous heritage appreciation, a bunch of others. I love that. So we provide like information where people can go for more information on the topics. 
um, TV shows, movies, books, films that uh, showcase these artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like uh, hot links to websites where you can learn more information and make donations too. Wow. Yeah. So I really, what I really like about Happy Goat is like, again, like you could get a cup of coffee, you could get a donut. It's mm-hmm. not only like a safe environment when you go into it, but mm-hmm. you guys go out into the community and you really try to Ooh, give yeah. back and educate. Yeah. And when people say like that they have a platform and they should use it, this is exactly what, what they mean. <laughs> yeah. So w- one thing I was really proud to uh, be involved with this past summer was Jabapalooza. I don't know if you heard of that. No, what is that? <laughs> there was a, uh, a doctor um, and her office. Uh, they were sponsoring mass vaccination clinics okay. um, in two or three different locations over the summer. We partnered with them for two, which were in the big soccer field next to, um, I want to say it's the Immaculata High School on Main Street across from our Main Street Cafe. Okay. So they had volunteers there at 5 o'clock in the morning setting up the tents and everything and getting ready for the mass vaccination clinics. The first day we helped them, well, what we did was we provided coffee and treats to the volunteers. Okay. Free. So that was our way of giving back. Um, Got to keep those volunteers, you know, their blood sugar up. Of course. <laughs> and um, I think the first day they vaccinated over 300 people. And then the second one, a couple weeks later, I think it was over five or 600 even maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to make things like like vaccination, yeah. like events happen, we need to make sure that we have people running it. Yeah. And the fact that we don't just have paid doctors on the front lines ensuring people get vaccinations, but volunteers, yeah. Yeah. you being able to support them in such They're like small incentive ways like that yeah. goes a long have way. Have a free coffee and a cookie. And you know what? Um, I was I was manning our table like, mm-hmm. like most of the day when we were there and the volunteers would come up and they're like, thank you so much for doing this. I'm like, here, have a cookie. (laughs) No, people were so grateful. And like, we're just very blessed to be like, being able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it means a lot. That's so crazy. And so who usually runs most of these events? Is it you? Is it your owners? Do you have a team? Um, it, It definitely is a Part of the it, it is definitely is a team effort. Absolutely, um, I'm kind of like the the face of the, like when people when we meet people like face to face. They usually I usually liaison with them. Um, the other day, I gave a tour of one of our cafes to a woman and her fiance who are booking our space to get married. Oh my goodness! I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, their their plans for their wedding kind of fell through because of COVID a couple of years ago, and they're both in the coffee industry and they met at a cafe and it's so romantic. Okay, that's and now really they're getting cute. married in one of our cafes. That's really sweet. So it's going to be like really small and personal. I'm throwing my first wedding. I'm very excited. <laughs> that's so. So are you catering it or are they just renting out the space? Uh, they're just renting out the space. They're bringing in uh, food. Uh, yeah, I imagine yeah. so. It's a, it's a wedding. I know that yeah, your donuts are really good. They're holding the wedding and the reception in the cafe. That's super sweet. I know. So yeah. I I, could, I love how passionate you are about everything that you put it's, into this. Industry. I've had. Do you know how many coffees I've had today? No. <laughs> do I want to know? Because I I feel like like with that big nitro <laughs> he sips his coffee. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's really good. So I don't blame you. I'm just concerned about if you ever sleep. No, I, I have my two a day. I'm good. <laughs> No, okay, one good. in the morning with breakfast, and I have like one in the early afternoon, usually with lunch. Although we kind of got delayed today. You have more self control than I do, because I my my big <laughs> my terrible mm. habit has been caffeine pills. 
Oh, okay. That takes <laughs> me back to my college days. <laughs> I, I have a, a thesis to get through. Yeah. So I have I have my happy goat coffee in you, one I'll hand. I'll hook you up with the coffee, girl. It's okay. <laughs> Perfect. So, Terry, we learned a lot about you and a lot about the company today. So based on that, do you see yourself working with Happy Goat for a long time? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, truly blessed to work for a company that not only like listens to their employees and their feedback, but actually like values their opinions and it, they truly appreciate them. And not only that, like they actually show them, like the, the, the staff, that they're valued. Like my superiors, like all the time they're saying, oh, thank you, like Terry, like so much for doing this or for that or whatever. Like they just don't tell you, they show you. That's it. I've never been, I've never felt so appreci appreciated at a company before. Working in a safe work environment is yeah. really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is wonderful, and I'm so excited. And, like, we're just, like, this really big, happy, weird, disfun family. dysfunctional family, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I like that. Like, whenever <laughs> whenever I go into a cafe, I yeah. see, like, pictures of a staff, and they're called their little goat family. Yeah. And it's really, really sweet. Yeah. And so that, that I, I, don't, I don't know if you know the answer to this, because this is a very spur-of-the-moment question, what? but do you know why it's called Happy Goat? So there's, yes. So there's <laughs> there's a there's an urban myth. There's an urban oh, no. myth. Oh, no. Hilarious. So it's it's just an urban myth, but it's really cute. So uh, apparently there was a uh, a goat herder, and his goats kept going missing. So one day he went to go like find them, and they were all in this little plateau eating the red berries off these bushes, and they were like bouncing around. <laughs> well, he ate some of the berries, got all energized himself, and started bouncing around, and realized, hey, this is really neat, but I gotta get my goats away from these berries on these bushes. It was the coffee cherries. Yes. The beans inside the coffee cherry, right? The fruit? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's another thing that we do for to help maintain sustainability. You peel the fruit off to reveal the coffee bean. Bean, yeah. Right? The fruit is usually thrown away. What do you do? We are brewing it into a tea. <gasps> it's called cascara. So does it does caffeine get into that tea then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and does it taste fruity or does it taste caffeinated? It tastes like a very mild berry flavored with a hint of coffee to it in the aftertaste. Is it available in cafes yet? Um, we sell testing. the cascara, like, because it's the dried fruit. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a tea because there's no tea leaves in it. It's oh. a tisane, which is like a fruit, dried fruit you steep. And okay. And stuff. But, like, the cascara dried fruit or whatever is, is available for purchase and you can make your tea with it at home. That's amazing to know. And it's on our website, too. That's amazing to know for anyone who... I know a lot of people who don't really drink coffee, right. but because coffee gives them too much caffeine, but yeah. maybe is this like a happy medium? Do you know? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, mostly the fruit is used for animal feed, so. This is like, really unique, though. Which is also like it's useful, like it's feeding animals. Yeah, like so when people say use all the resources you have to yeah. be sustainable, that's a great example. I yeah. didn't know that. All, all of our cups are made from uh recycled material and are recyclable. Um, we're slowly switching over our plastic containers, like the little ones for our um, yogurt parfaits. Yeah. Those are biodegradable now. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're trying. Like every time some new technology comes out with something, we're like right on top of it. 
And is there anything, like, and I, this is, like, a, again, a spur of the moment question, so mm. if you don't know the answer, that's fine, but, like, is there anything? Stick to the script, Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> I have all these pre-prepared I'm kidding, questions. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, But, like, is there, like, is there anything that, like, inspired the owners to make this so sustainable? Like, you guys could have been as unsustainable as you want, but you mm. chose to be sustainable. Is it just out of the goodness of your heart, or... We all firmly believe in that. Like, we all have to do um, our part to make the world a better place for the future. I know that sounds, like, so lame. But it's correct. But it's like we, we owe it to the future to be responsible. I love that. Because, like, we are only stewards of the resources for the people of the future. Yeah. That means so much it to me. It behooves us. <laughs> no, that's so... I love that. I like when, like, people genuinely it, – it shouldn't be performative. It shouldn't be a mission to be sustainable. No, but we live it this should... stuff every day. We exactly. Have a, um, so this cup here I'm drinking out of, this is actually totally coincidental. Um, it's called a Husky Cup. Okay. It is made from 100% recycled corn. Corn? Leaves and cobs and stuff. What? Yeah. It's fully sustainable, but it's a travel mug. And what it's... you do is you buy the mug, right? Okay. And there's two sizes and two colors. And every time you bring it back to a cafe, we swap it out with an identical one that we have washed and sanitized. So you don't keep the cup forever? You, like, switch out? So It's, it's part of an exchange program. Are you allowed to do that with COVID? Yeah, because we wash and sanitize each one. Wait. We started this <laughs> years ago. We were pioneers in this. So instead of people bringing their reusable cup, yeah. like... Or, like, using the same reusable cup, someone can... We stopped allowing people at the beginning of COVID bringing in their travel mugs. Because, but, like, we just wanted to help, like... But they could get your travel mug. Yeah, which has been washed and sanitized. So people pay, like, one fee up front for mm -hmm. the cup. And, and they then... save money every time they refill it at our cafes. That's insane. I didn't know about that. It's great, eh? It's clever. You guys have really thought about everything you can to be as sustainable as we, possible. We we honestly do. Yeah. I'm blown and like it, it's it's it it doesn't fall off like I'm blown away by this. That's like a like cool. a really good cup too. And it just comes on and off like really easily. Yeah. But well, it keeps your I, beverages I don't know if, keeps cold beverages cold, hot ones hot. Because I don't know if you've seen like the flimsy little like plastic no. cups that people no. sell and they could they're they're sustainable yeah. they're sustainable but are they really if they're cheap and are going to fall apart and be thrown out oh these have la these last for years and years and years they're indestructible okay so for people that didn't quite it's catch that corn. you could go you could go to happy goat and get a reusable mug made from corn mm -hmm. from happy goat it's called and husky it's called husky get it? corn husks get it get it, <laughs> get it. okay and then <laughs> when you, like, when you're done with your coffee, you mm -hmm. could just walk into a happy goat, give them the cup, and they will give you a new one full of yep. coffee with a discount. That's right. Ridiculous. Right. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thank and, like, you. we had a whole talk about this last week, and I'm still learning so many new things. <laughs> so this is going to be – I'm yeah. so excited for people to learn about this. And um, because I truly think, like, happy goat is all over the place. And, like I said, I've always had these questions, like mm – -hmm. What make why does Happy Goat have these commitments? And I I've always wondered about the goat. I've yeah. always wondered. I'm like, where do they get this now, from? After after the goat herder discovered like the the fruit and the oh, berries no, on his sleeve. Well, no, it's like it took a hundred <laughs> years after that supposedly before people started like drying the you know the, 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 the beans like the the berry the inside the the fruit and and brewing them for drinks. So before people were just eating straight yeah. coffee berries. 
Uh, I don't know, but those ghosts sure were happy eating them. <laughs> Can you just see them bouncing all over the place? But oh, every time I go get a cup of coffee now, yeah. I'm just going to imagine a really hyperactive goat. That's adorable. Be a happy goat. That's really cute. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay. I have taken up so much it's of your... It's an urban legend. But I, it's still cute. That's the best story, though. Thank you. All right. I've taken up I a lot right. of your time, Terry. So let, let, let's um let's get a couple closing questions going okay. here. So right. second to last question. Okay. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners about Happy Goat, hiring, mm. con- contests, events, anything special going on that people should know about? Um, yeah, basically recently as COVID restrictions have been um, relaxed a bit, uh, we're, uh, we're able to have live music uh, and events in our cafes now. So people are so like starved to get out and enjoy live music or something. So well, we want to let people know that you can rent out our cafes for a private event, like the couple are doing for their wedding. Yeah. Um, and it's like a couple of our cafes. Each one's different, like I was saying. So like one of the cafes, they want to start hosting um, like live music, like a DJ or a live band, like every mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday. Um, all of them have different hours based on what location they're in. But um, yeah, you can come and see live music at our cafes. You can rent them out for your event. Um, we have a whole bunch of new seasonal fall Drinks and treats, we are just in the middle of launching, like right now this week. Um, what else is new? Um, we're introducing a whole bunch of new seasonal treats, which I love. Oh, yes. Um, just this past week, we launched the pumpkin parmesan scone. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. Um, yes. Our kitchen staff, led by the talented Lisa, they create all of those things fresh for all of the cafes uh, daily, seven days a week. Yes. Yeah. Also, I went to a happy go twice this week already, and I, I tried. <laughs> I've been spending. Girl, a, you got a problem. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, since since we spoke the other week, I've been mm-hmm. like, I don't want my Starbucks. I want to go support my new favorite coffee shop, Aww. and so I've tried that pumpkin parmesan scone. I've tried, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've tried the almond chai oat muffin, and they're both delicious. Right. And I'm also really, really excited for apple cider to come out. Yeah, that's another one of our local partnerships. It's Hall's Apple Cidery. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like apple cider apple cider is... Fresh pressed apple cider. My it, favorite. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so it's excited. It's coming very soon, like in a couple days. I'm so excited. And then Have all, you ever I, had it hot, heat, heated? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's my favorite. And then I also With heard... Dash of cinnamon on top. Dash of cinnamon. It's a must or like mm. a cinnamon stick. But then I also heard that you have a cinnamon toast latte and a gingerbread latte coming out soon. Yeah, the cinnamon toast latte, it's maple syrup, like splash in the latte. And then we just add a little dash of cinnamon for that breakfast treat kind of feel. Anyways, we started it last year and it was so famous, like people started requesting it. So we brought it back this year. That's great. That's the kind of thing that I would get (laughs) before I go to class. I would love that. Oh, it's just perfect for a cold fall morning. (sighs) That warm cinnamon and the maple. And this is exactly why I decided to open up the fall season of the podcast with you guys because you just. We're so honored you're doing that for the premiere of your season two. You you really nail all the fall drinks and fall is my favorite season. So I was like, who is going to really embody this feeling of fall and the feeling of coffee and (laughs) school and study sessions? I feel like Happy Go really has it all. We try. I try. (laughs) You do so great. Speaking of having all of like uh, having it all it's like 
we, we also try very hard to make like a wide variety of things available to all people, like our treats, like our, our sandwiches and our, our baked goods. Mm-hmm. We have vegan and gluten-free options. So there literally is something for everyone. We've got lactose-free milk. We have everything you need. So whatever you want, we can alter it to fit your dietary requirements. The inclusivity is so inspiring. It's and not I just love talk. It. Like we actually live it like every day. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I could talk to you about this forever, <laughs> but I just want to say on behalf of I think we bore people. Come on. We don't bore people. <laughs> no, I think we're highly entertaining. I think so. I think we are. I mean, I spoke to you for like two hours last <laughs> week. I like didn't ha- even have an opportunity to leave. Like, oh my we God, I have going. a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come specifically to this Happy Goat location, even though it was like no. too located closer to me. I'm going to come see you. You're welcome at all of them. Thank you. Well, um, I have been chatting off these people's ear for a while now. <laughs> so um, just to close off the show today, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask you, Terry, a very, very important question. Okay. If someone wants to go into a happy goat right now, mm-hmm. like what what should they order? <laughs> Ooh, gosh! Oh my gosh! There's so many things. I mean, look, obviously you have to try our coffee, obvi. Uh, if you're not a coffee drinker, though, we do have alternatives. Uh, my other favorite non-coffee treat right now uh, for fall, especially, is a London Fog. I love right? London Fogs. Right? The they're vanilla so and the oh my god, they're oh. so good. Um, honestly. Um, I think um, having coffee beans at home is important because oh, like, yes. if you're not going out that day, you want to enjoy a happy go coffee at home. I mean, stop at any cafe and pick up a bag or like we were talking about earlier, order them online. And if someone wanted to pick up a bag of coffee, do they need to grind it at home or are they we, able? We will grind it for you free in the store if you don't have a grinder at home. Um, it, it stays fresh for like, up, like freshest, like most optimal. It's like for about a month after being ground. Wow. But like my That's coffee, cool. my coffee bag doesn't last more than a week in my house. So. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, like just to summarize mm-hmm. this episode, Happy Goat is it's sustainable, mm-hmm. it's inclusive, mm-hmm. and their products are absolutely fantastic, delicious, and there's a really a place for everybody at Happy Goat. Absolutely. And not only. Like, is there a place for everyone at Happy Goat? There mm-hmm. is a Happy Goat for everyone. It is located all over Ottawa. Mm-hmm. So if you have not visited a Happy Goat yet, I highly encourage you all to go find your local Happy Goat, <laughs> bring your laptop, bring your friends, go for a study date, mm-hmm. and just enjoy everything that this incredible small business has to offer. I'm blown away by everything that their team puts into making our community better. Thank you. (laughs) So, well, thank you, Terry, for coming on the show. It was my pleasure, honestly. Well, it was, it has been an absolute pleasure of mine to talk (laughs) to you. And I'm really excited to see what the future of Happy Goat has to bring to, not just to Ottawa, but officially to the rest of Canada. Oh, I'm sure there's lots of big things in store for the future. And we can talk about those another time. Well, I'm really excited to hear it. And so, once again, this has been Terry Papineau, and my name is Tiana Thomas. Thank you all so much for listening to our first episode of Season 2 of the NBHD Podcast. Of course, as always, you could go to our Instagram, at NBHD Podcast, to find more about Happy Goat and all of their locations. So, once again, thank you so much, Terry, and for all of our listeners, have a great night.